Another game and another multi-goal deficit. The Stars almost erased, but this time they just come up short to the Canadians by a final score of 4-3. to Let's talk about this one next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer, 105 Through the Fan, and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Oh my goodness, what an effort from the Dallas Stars to cut the lead to one, but just could not get one more past Sam Montebo, who was really, really spectacular for the Canadians in net, and they just fall short. Two six on five goals with under five minutes to go in the game, and they had two minutes with a chance to tie it, and they just could not Find the equalizer so frustrating. And once again, another multi-goal deficit in the third period. And it was just a bit too much this time for the Dallas Stars. Let's go ahead and really dive into this one because there was a lot of positives in the contest as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. So let's start from the beginning, shall we? Because I was talking about breaking up. The Dadana, Ben, and Johnston line, and right on cue, they score 11 seconds in. Uh, what a goal from Jamie Ben, and great work from that trio. I thought they played their best game in really about a month. Ben was very, very noticeable. He made a lot of great plays, and this contest kind of lended to his style of play. It was heavy on the outer edges of the rink. I mean, so many board battles. Montreal, I thought, was phenomenal at winning battles and getting to the net. And uh, they got rewarded a few times for it. They were just really, really strong in their stick checking. Uh, and, and they made it really hard on Dallas, even though I thought Dallas was clearly the better team. They opened up a one-goal lead. It was quickly uh, erased <laughs> as Montreal uh, popped in a couple. And, and once again, we get into one of these games where it moves along and you're like, the Stars are the better team, clearly, and they're not playing with a lead right now. Uh, and it's very, very infuriating because they didn't have a terrible start. I thought Wedgwood had a more pedestrian game on the night. There was a few he, he should have stopped. The one that went through his five-hole and the Evans goal uh, is a save that he's been making lately like the save the Stars need in order to stay in the hockey game. And he just didn't get those last night, which was unfortunate. And the Stars still had a chance to come back because they get those two six-on-five goals uh, and they're humming. Uh, really, really unfortunate penalty from Joe Pavelski after they just killed off a four-minute double minor from Jamie Benn. And that just kind of felt like the game because you blow a fourth of your period having to kill in the third when Dallas was really rolling, they'd obviously be getting, uh, uh, been getting really good chances. Pavelski was robbed three or four times on the night. Uh, the Duchesne line had a, a ton of looks. I thought the top line continues to build off each game. 
And you just had to kill off too many penalties. And unfortunately, Montreal gets that fourth goal. And that ends up being the deciding factor. And what an effort. Uh, I mean, from the stars to even make it a game. But it, it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth because you should have had two points. And it looks like, uh, you know, Colorado may end up winning. Winnipeg does win. So uh, we'll see as the scores roll in. But now Dallas may be back uh, first place by a couple of points against a team you really would have liked to beat on home ice. You won six straight, and yet you, you just can't play from behind. You you can't do it. And Montreal's young, of course, and they tried to give it up, <laughs> uh, but they got enough. And you gave yourself way too big of a, a hill to climb last night. Three six on five goals is a very very tough ask, and boy, it was fun and entertaining to watch. But very, very hard. I think if it's a two-goal deficit, the Stars have a chance. At no point in the third period did I think the, the Stars were going to be out of it uh, until the, the fourth goal. And even then, they were still in it. Uh, just you can't continue to be behind by one to two goals. And they just cannot score that goal on the power play. That's something that's been a real struggle recently. They got a couple of goals here in, in the past two, but they can't score the big one, the one you need. When you're up 2-1, to one, you need to put away a team. They can't get that one. When they were down 2-1 and they had their only opportunity of the night, they can't cash in. Montreal gets the next one moments later, and it just it blows. Uh, it, it takes the wind out of your sails. It, it really does. And... Um, what can I say? They continue to play from behind. They've won 13 games from behind this season. Time for the most in the NHL. It's not a way to live. It's not a way to live. Uh, and it will come back to bite you, especially against teams you should be beating. And I'll preface it with two that Montreal played phenomenal. Uh, their guys had some great nights. Suzuki was great. He ended up grading out the, the best player uh, in the game. Slavkovsky had a night. Uh, he picked up an assist. Caulfield scored. Every big name that they needed to have a good night, they, they had one. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought Montreal uh, played really, really good, especially in front of their own net, too. They blocked so many shots. I mean, nobody could get a shot through from the point uh, on Dallas, especially Miro was hitting shin pads. Harley a few times. Montreal ended up with 25 blocked shots, which especially rang true late when they had all that six-on-five time. Finally, the Stars were able to create some chaos. They need to look to, to shoot a bit more and stop looking for the tip. I know it's a very highly successful play for them, but late in the game, they started creating chaos, just shooting the pill and getting Montebo scrambling a bit and that created some great looks, and they capitalized a couple times. Wyatt Johnson on the follow-up, big goal for him. Uh, great to see, gets the monkey off his back. He really needed it, a two-point night for him. Marchman, I thought, played really, really well in the last five minutes of the game, kind of creating havoc, and he, he's great in those situations. He's so physical and just making things happen. He ends up with two points on the night, so he follows up his Hattie performance, uh, picks up uh, a couple of helpers, uh, but I mean, the moral of the story is you just, you can't give up these leads, especially to teams you would like to handle. And it, it felt like they were just going to run away with this one off the start. You get a goal 11 second, uh, seconds in from your captain. They followed up that up with a couple of good shifts. 
but Montreal continued to push, and they played a really good hockey game. Also, Montebo was really, really special. His expected uh, goals against in the game was 3.18. He made eight high danger saves. He uh, he robbed a, a few stars and multiple of them, not just a few. <laughs> I, I mean, many uh, in the game, which uh, which was a big reason why Dallas uh, lost as well. And, and they've run into some really hot goaltenders, Hofer and uh, St. Louis. And Dallas is a high-scoring team, of course. They're averaging 3.6 per game. That's second in the National Hockey League. Offense hasn't been an issue. Their defense wasn't particularly terrible yesterday either they did give up a, a couple of rushes and they were a, a bit loose on their transition play off turnovers but I thought both teams were it was kind of chaotic which I think lended better to Montreal just kind of a, a fly by your seat kind of game the stars couldn't really get their their hands around it to, to some degree even though they played with the puck more uh, their Corsi percentage at five on five was really good, especially in the second, 73% to 80% in the third period. They outchanced Montreal 30 to 12 at five on five. Special teams just kind of ended up being the deciding factor. I mean, 43 scoring chances, 19 of them were high danger. And a lot of those were late with the, the mass scrambles in front. Uh, and they gave it an effort. It really felt like they were going to do it. <laughs> the Stars just have some magic late. It seems they've had that clutch gene in the past few seasons. And they got one. I was like, okay, good for Wyatt. You know, they'll make it interesting. They get the other from Robertson. And it was like, okay, come on. Now, don't tease me here. Uh, get the equalizer. And uh, they almost had it. Marchment was right there. And he sent it wide, uh, which uh, I think everybody died a little bit. Uh, when they watch that, but close, but no cigar, right? That's kind of the headline here today to begin today's podcast. And you can't continue to put yourselves in these situations. Your margin for error is slow, slim. And for a good hockey team, it was too much. It, it was too much uh, of a deficit, but I think a lot of positives, more positives than negatives in that game. Um, you know, people don't like to have moral victories, so to speak. But look, there was a really, really good push. And they were the better team. Which sometimes you just got to take the silver lining out of. And you get beat some days. And Montreal played a heck of a road game. They've been on the road for a while. And they're tough, man. Uh, they have a lot of big guys. Credit so they're back in. And uh, credit to them just winning a hockey game. Uh, I thought it was uh, a real entertaining game on the outer skirts. I thought it was a great test for the stars to have to kind of grind it out late and win some of those battles, which they weren't winning early in the game for the first, I, I felt like two periods in the third, they, they started winning more of those battles and they created some chances off of it. Unfortunately, the perimeters were just a no-go because Montreal was blocking anything and everything. Uh, and uh, that, that's a credit to them. Sometimes you get beat and Montreal did that, but whoo, what an effort <laughs> Two six on five goals late. They pulled Wedgwood with about six and a half minutes to go. Uh, and they certainly had Montreal, on their heels, and I, I bet they were nervous there in that final two minutes as the Stars were trying to get that equalizer. Special teams blunders, however. For the first time, it felt like the Stars were, 
we're kind of on the wrong end of special teams, which they, they need to find a way to have that clutch gene on the man advantage. It'll do them so good. Let's talk about that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You know it's Stars fans. We've all done it before. You buy a seat at a ballpark, at a new arena you've never been to before. Next thing you know, there's a railing in front. You got glass. You got a pole. And it really really infuriates you. I wouldn't have bought these seats if I had known that. And that's a great time or the great thing about game time. They show you the view before you buy it. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Also, you get all in prices, show your total up front. So you know, you're getting a great deal. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Be sure to go check out Locked On on YouTube, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Be sure to subscribe to Locked on Stars as well. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Big shout out to all you everydayers that know what we've been talking about all season long. The roller coaster of emotions as the Stars fall last night by a final score of 4-3. to So special teams continues to be... Uh, a bit of a mystery sometimes, right? They had that 0 for 16 stretch that lasted for most of December. They were starting to trend in the right direction. They get a power play goal in two consecutive games. Yesterday, they only have one chance. That was a, 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 a chance for the Stars also to really take advantage of Montreal as they have one of the worst PKs in the National Hockey League. And Montreal just didn't take any penalties. <laughs> uh, they took the one uh, in the second period. The Stars unable to capitalize, and they just can't get that goal. I know I just mentioned it here earlier in the first segment, but th- there's something about special teams and getting that goal or getting that kill. They've been able to get that kill multiple times, almost every time throughout the year. And they had to, to they had to do it in the game as well. They had to kill off a double minor uh, on the Jamie Benn uh, high sticking penalty. Uh, and, and they got through that. But the, the power play just cannot seem to strike when it desperately needs to. And that was something they did so much uh, a season ago, and the personnel is not going to change very much. They tried Lundqvist on the second unit, which I really liked his game yesterday too. I thought he was physical and noticeable. I, I really noticed number five yesterday. Thought he had a really tight game uh, and got a little bit of power play time late, but Dallas just can't seem to get enough traffic in front recently. I, I think they've fallen in love with kind of the high tip pass to, to some degree, uh, and they just need to look to shoot to score a bit more. Robertson, as well, on the flanks is trying to feed that shot pass, and Miro does that so much. I wish they need to to, to 
to start shooting to score uh, a bit more um, and, and try to create rebounds and havoc that way. Uh, and then you can get those gr- gritty, greasy goals <laughs> on the top of the crease like they did at six on five when they started to finally get some shots in on Montebo. Uh, and then they were able to uh, chop a few past them. So uh, it, it was really the first time in a while, too, I felt like the Stars uh, we're on the other end of special teams as Montreal goes one for three. They get the huge power play goal on the Pavelski minor that pretty much kind of iced it as Caulfield was all alone on the back door and he was able to slam one home off of the, the Monahan pass. And once again, the two youngsters, Suzuki, uh, and Caulfield had big nights for Montreal and uh, special teams was really the deciding factor. I think if the star score uh, on their opportunity, they tie the game at two. I don't think Montreal even sniffs a lead uh, up to that point, even though they responded really well to the first time the star score, maybe not it's if ands and buts at that point, but the way the stars were rolling and just carried momentum, it seemed like shift after shift and credit to Montreal, they scored and they halted uh, halted it really, really quickly. The power play is a mystery to some degree, and I feel like we've talked about it consistently here the past few weeks. Um, and to some degree, I'm all out of solutions. They've tried to to work it down low beneath the inline a bit more, but they haven't been successful on completing passes from below the goal line in front. They've, uh, of course, Pav's going to be a staple there. Uh, just haven't quite connected. Ben makes some very, very curious plays sometimes, forcing the issue. Um, and to, to some degree, it's looked good in aspects as well, where it's just lack of execution, where you can't be too upset they're getting looks. They've had great chances. Sometimes they've just got stoned <laughs> by really, really good goaltending at the time or hitting shin pads and opponents getting in shooting lanes and blocking a ton of shots. I mean, 25 block shots uh, for, for Montreal yesterday. They seem to be in every single shooting lane last night. Otherwise, uh, Montembeau would have faced a lot more. Dallas outshot uh, the Canadians 33-18 to 18 in the game. I mean, they almost doubled their shot opportunities <laughs> uh, in blocked shots. So that kind of tells you uh, how the, uh, the night was going. A lot, a lot of zone time for the Stars as well. Just not really generating a ton at, at some points. And uh, we, we've seen that here this year where teams are are kind of okay with giving them the perimeter um, and and Dallas just cannot get interior, which I I thought uh, wasn't really a huge issue yesterday because they got some looks in the slot. They just got blocked (laughs) Uh, because they had Montreal really spread out and scrambling at some points, chasing the puck and Dallas had a lot of zone time. They controlled the pace, but just unable to execute. And sometimes you just, you don't find the goals, (laughs) even though they found three, two of them late, uh, but just uh, could not find the equalizer. And then again, special teams wouldn't have to bail you out if you just don't give up these multi-goal deficits. And that's easier said than done. 
I agree. You would love not to play from behind. Sometimes you got to deal with the the cards you're dealt. And uh, Dallas has certainly done that a lot here uh, in the past month. Can't do that tomorrow against a very, very good team in uh, the Colorado Avalanche. All righty. I want to give my player of the game, the Podman player of the game, because why not? There were so many positives, and I thought a lot of guys were deserving, but only one can win the Podman player of the game. And I'll tell you that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by... Fan duel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in dollar bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parley Hub, the best way to find popular parlays. And there are tons more. The great thing about football this time of year as well, we get games on Saturday. We get games on Sunday, Monday, Thursday night. There's so much football going around as the divisions are tightening up. The uh, Cowboys have a chance to win the division. Go ahead and have a chance to win some money with FanDuel, 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed with a $5 bet. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Once again, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hit that notification bell as well here on Locked On Stars. Never miss an episode. It's been so much fun here over the past month. I feel like the stars have been up and down, but recently have been playing really good. Um, that's one thing I, I've taken out of it too. Before we get into to my my player of the game, the, the stars are are more consistent in their their play, which I think is a huge, huge. Huge, I'll say it one more time, <laughs> huge uh, thing to take out of the last month, at least December, and now as we uh, go into 2024, starting to find their groove a bit, stacking shifts, the personnel's looked good, uh, I think they're really hitting their stride, they just need to to win some more games, pick up a few more points of course, and it seems like a lot of teams are doing that, it's going to be a tight race in the Central Division till the very, very end. Winnipeg doesn't seem to want to lose. Colorado doesn't want to lose. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun, fun Central Division race this season. My pod man player of the game, the podcast player of the game, Wyatt Johnston. Big shout out to the kid for grinding it out. He finally gets that goal, a 16 game 16 game goal is drought and he finally ended it right on cue we talked about it yesterday it was the first time I really highlighted it I've been throwing it out there but I really highlighted it had a segment on it and then boom he finally uh gets the goal so you're welcome Wyatt but I thought he played really good one goal one assist uh had 15 minutes of ice time 
as expected goals uh, forward were 0.67. He ended up grading out the highest uh, star on the night in terms uh, or via hockey stat cards, 2.34 game score, uh, the highest Dallas star. So big shout out to Wyatt Johnston because it had been a tough row, a tough road. And as I touched on yesterday too, it's, it wasn't an indictment on his play by any means. He was getting so many good looks he was more unlucky than anything. He, he just needed to get one go, uh, get one to go. Uh, and he did last night, had his initial shot blocked, then great job to stay composed, pull it to the back end, and he goes upstairs on Montebo to make it a 4-2 hockey game at the time. Who would have thought the Stars were going to get one more uh, and almost pull out, uh, pull off the unthinkable uh, against the Canadians. So my player of the game for last night was Wyatt Johnson. Please let me know your player of the game because I thought there was multiple guys uh, that uh, could have uh, been awarded to it but uh, wanted to show some love to Wyatt Johnston who I've been a bit tough on here as of late but I really haven't I just wanted him to score so badly sometimes you have to will them to score and uh, I feel like as a podcast and all you stars fans out there you everydayers we willed Wyatt Johnston back in the goal column and hopefully that means more to come. All righty. It's all I have for today on Locked on Stars. Not a ton to be critical of and a lot to be positive about. Sometimes these are the hardest episodes. I'm like, they just lost. It sucked, but <laughs> they played really well. And uh, I'm always a glass half full kind of guy, right? So uh, uh, a very positive episode today. Hopefully you're having a wonderful, wonderful new year. Appreciate all the comments the engaging conversation in those comments. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, never miss an episode. Follow me on the Twitter thing at JoeyTheJet19. Enjoy your Wednesday stars. Got a big one tomorrow against a tough Central Division opponent, the Colorado Avalanche are in town. The stars just had their six-game home streak, win streak, snapped a chance to start a new one against those Avs. See you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.